Good morning, good evening, and afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. Okay, I'm going to jump right into the bombing run, and we're going to run through this thing. I want to start with Pence's letter. Um, I, you, you guys know, longtime listeners, that I've been just back and forth on him. Not sure whose side he's on. Is he acting? Is he playing a role? Is he one of the bad guys? He got an envelope. Was that, uh, you know, to keep up appearances? Who knows? I don't, I, I still don't know what to think. And like this letter, uh, yeah, doesn't really clarify that for me either. Um, so what happened? The Democrats tried to push the 25th Amendment, which is, it's a, it's a medical where the, the vice president and the cabinet can agree to take over uh, the you know, the uh, running of the country from the president, but it's because, you know, they've been medically incapacitated. They've been shot or injured or they're going under for surgery. You know, they've, they've used it uh, for times like that. And so that's what Pelosi asked Pence to do here. And it, he's responding in this letter, which is eight days left in the president's term, you and the Democratic caucus are demanding that the cabinet and I invoke the 25th Amendment. I do not believe that such a course of action is, the, is in the best interest of our nations uh, or consistent with our Constitution. Last week, I did not yield to pressure to exert power beyond my constitutional authority to determine the outcome of the election, and I will not now yield to efforts of the House to play political games at a time uh, so serious in the life of our nation. And then he goes, he, you know, talks for a paragraph here about, uh, you know, presidential incapacity or disability and how she introduced legislation to create a 25th Amendment commission that said, no, this should be on science and facts and not a judgment or bias kind of thing, which is exactly what she's doing. And he's pointing out, uh, Madam Speaker, you were right. Under the Constitution, the 25th Amendment is not a means of punishment or usurpation. Uh, invoking the 25th Amendment in such a manner would set a terrible precedent. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I want to read that paragraph. I urge you and every member of Congress to avoid actions that would further divide and inflame the passions of the moment. Work with us to lower the temperature and unite our country as we prepare to inaugurate uh, President-elect Joe Biden as the next President of the United States. I pledge to you that I will continue to do my part to work in good faith with the incoming administration to ensure an orderly transition of power. So, uh, you know, like here again, he's doing the right thing. Uh, but after, and almost during the, the whole, um, appointing the electors, he really seemed to follow the law there as well. Like the states objected, if they had a valid objection, he let it go off and be heard and then come back. Um, so again, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm still on the fence about him. I, I, and I've gone back and forth, leaning one way or the other. I still don't know what to think. Um, some good news, though, came out from Texas. This is the AG of, uh, Ken Paxton, AG of Texas. This was a 
Project Veritas video that I know we covered as part of this series uh, where he had a hidden recording uh, or surreptitious recording with uh, this woman talking about how she does ballot harvesting and how she gets paid for it. And she's a member of uh, Biden's campaign team, I believe. Uh, I, I know there's also Dallas Jones, who's supposedly involved and has been questioned by the FBI. There was reports that he was arrested, but I don't think that was the case. I think he was brought in and questioned. Has anything come of that? Not that I've heard. Um, but we, we're going to talk about the FBI and what might be going on. Uh, you know, we, we touched on it in the last episode, but I want to bring up a few more points that came to uh, my attention on the 13th. Um, let me see this. Uh, announced the arrest of Rachel Rodriguez for election fraud, illegal voting, unlawfully assisting people voting by mail, and unlawfully possessing an official ballot. Each charge is a felony. Uh, exposed in Project Veritas video last fall when she engaged in vote harvesting leading up to the 2020 election. Um, reviewed dozens of hours of unedited raw footage, and which led to her arrest. So, good for him. Um, does she, you know, if she's part of the larger Biden organization, does she turn over and let her know who's paying her and why they're paying her and uh, what she was told by them and so forth. Um, I don't know. It's a possibility, an interesting one. So could this blow up from here? That's certainly what they're doing right now, I guarantee you, giving her all these charges and then seeing if she wants to make a deal. It could get interesting. Okay. Let's go back here. We're going to cover the comms. That's probably one of the main things. In fact, why don't we go ahead and do that now? So we talked about this yesterday. I believe it was with, or maybe it was a couple days ago with Pompeo and his account and this whole countdown from five, four, three, two, one. Um, and some people were like, Oh, the tweets are going to come every hour and then every 30 minutes and then every 15 minutes and there'll be this many this uh, of these and this many of these and, uh, and that shit didn't happen, right? Um, but what did happen is kind of interesting. Uh, across these five tweets where he count, counted down from five, four, three, two, one, there were 17 tweets. One, uh, this one right here is the, is the one number. And this 17 down here is the five. So, you know, not all of them had those numbers in them. So there's a zero as well, but one, two right there on the number on the second tweet. And then I think three is the, is the sixth tweet. Uh, and, and 11 is the fourth tweet. And then 17 is the fifth tweet. So that's kind of another indication that this was not just a, series of random tweets, but that this is comms and you should pay attention. And there's a thread here. Um, let me see. This is by Codes UCQ on Twitter. I think he did a great job of really uh, breaking this down. And he's saying, uh, 110, 2021, countdown to comms. 
or countdown comms on the 10th and exactly 17 tweets secretary of state pompeo appears to count down from five to one 10 tweets after we hit one which is the next day we get zero so that's where he's getting the if you can see the graphic there's a uh, there's the 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, all the way down to one. And then there's a minus 10. Um, so that was 10 tweets later that we got the zero in there. Now, uh, so if this is a countdown, what is it a countdown to? And that's kind of what he explores here. Uh, countdown starts at 9 a.m. DC time and asserts partnerships regarding five eyes. First picture is a clock plus handshakes from foreign allies. So this is setting up the countdown plus the agreements to come into play from foreign allies. And I really, you know, this is, I think, his best guess. He kind of does what I do and just looks at it. And this is what I think it means. And I think he's really hitting the nail on the head with most of this. Uh, and he's... He's also retweeting this old tweet right here with some drops in it that says, Awesome Five Eyes is basically a group of countries asking each other to spy on one another's citizens so that they can skirt their own privacy laws, which is treason, by the way. And that was one of the things we found out from Snowden, right, is that they were sending stuff over to uh, Britain. They were, they were taking domestic transmissions, sending them overseas so that they could could monitor all of them and capture them on the inbound. Here's another one about five eyes uh, will be extremely important going forward. UK is the primary turn taken FBI DOJ to state foreign bad actors. We have the server is what it's suggesting in this after P uh, post here. So, And this is from 2018. So apparently, uh, you know, if, if this is to be believed, they've been watching the server and aware of what kind of the deep state's been doing using this program, right? And here's another interesting bit. Normally, intelligence is passed on from uh, a member of the Five Eyes Alliance, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and the US to another member comes through an official channel for intelligence sharing. However, Nunes, upon reviewing the document that formally launched the FBI's investigation, said that there was no intelligence shared through that official channel, meaning that the intelligence was shared through unofficial means. So what are they doing here? Like, what are they up to? And here's another uh, message from April 22nd, 2018, that says, not an official product, five eyes. Listen carefully. No evidence to support POTUS targeting, none. Do you even understand the gravity of what's unfolding? Evil and corruption. She had to win at all costs. Definitely talking about Hillary there. Uh, you know why. How do people support, vote for these people? And there's a link to a Fox News clip. I imagine it's going to be <clears throat> Pelosi or somebody like that. Okay. So going back to code U UCQ, uh, Five Eyes is an agreement to let countries spy on each other to skirt national security laws that don't let them uh, spot, do domestic spying. 
Arcebo, on the other hand, was the top U.S. radio telescope for decrypting asteroid features and tracking through space. Tracking equals spying. Cable broke. We've had a lot of cables breaking lately, including the power lines in Pakistan. Uh, came across the largest meteorite on Earth, mentioned with the most powerful radio, radio telescope, Arcebo. I suspect it's comms. There's a lot in here. Um... I don't want to cover all of it, and we're going to stop through it. This was something interesting. I'd never noticed that there were 33 segments in the UN, kind of the globe logo that they have. Um, one key point in many of these articles, talking about the Arcebo uh, space, Deep Space Telescope, that uh, recently some cables broke started to fall to the floor, some other cables broke, and eventually the whole thing came down. Um, one key point in many of these articles is that it was the premier device to hunt aliens. Let's define that word. This is not good. Um, the Arcebo telescope just suffered even more damage that will set back searches for asteroids and aliens. Hunting aliens, aliens equals foreign intrusion, spy, what is the CIA? So I think it's kind of drawing the conclusion that, uh, you know, the intelligence services are the aliens that they're, they're referencing here. And maybe that's what this telescope was being used for somehow. Um, owing political allegiance to another government or controversy. It's talking about um, Roswell UFO comms, CIA formed, uh, Infiltration with foreign alliance, alien symbolism. I don't know. Okay, let me see. I don't know if I want to cover all of this. Um, yeah, this gets into some... Okay, we've chatted about some of this stuff. Um, okay, let me, let me set it up here with what he says. Uh, FFE, this is a, another account on Twitter, used to be Parler. Uh, FFE asserted recently that the CIA was booted out of int receiving intel briefings or taking part in special ops. We we talked about that too. Like, I, I described it as the CIA is an open defiance to the president. I think that lady's been taken down since. Um, and of course... You know, we talked about in the last show how the CIA and the FBI have been put back in the good guys' hands. Of course, air quoting that because it's government. And there are no good guys in government. <laughs> okay. FFE asserted recently, all right, so CIA, the, this could symbolize the last cable snapping, though I don't fully trust that source. It fits well enough to add it here. Okay, so... He's saying, over a year ago, the group started on Twitter when it's exposed, and it will be the media's involvement in all the criminal activity will be a scandal all its own. There are no reporters. There are only journalists. Those journalists are a subsidy of the DNC. The subsidy, the DNC is a subsidy of the CIA. Now reference yesterday's post about the CIA no longer part of special operations, receiving domestic intel briefings. Are you connecting the dots? Uh, Special Operations Command Structure and Forces now report directly to the acting, acting Secretary of Defense, Chris Miller. Remember, 
and they also cut off funding. So like they, they just have cut the CIA off at the knees here with all of these moves that they did. And all of this stuff waited until after the, the third, the election, before these things started snapping into place. Now special ops cannot be misused by bureaucrats for their own benefit or garner favors from their cronies. Our intel is no longer for sale or able to be leaked. Haspel, that's the CIA director, directly cut off from special ops intel briefings. This also provides more accountability and less abuse. Saying, here's a, another drop saying Facebook is listening to you 24-7, 365, literally. Are they recording safe housing, metadata collection, building eight, DARPA, China, China, China? Yeah, interesting. The F9 algorithm. Okay. And then it gets into, uh, you know, Princess Diana. I think he's he's suggesting that she knew something and found something out, was trying to get away when they killed her, which was a rather unusual death. I, you know, I remember seeing that in the news when it happened and the Mercedes was just completely trashed. And it was supposedly a paparazzi uh, trying to take a picture or something. Um, the contents of Diana's NSA file have not been disclosed because of national security concerns. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Uh, so here's a, a drop. Who is the Queen of England? How, how long in power? With power comes corruption. What happened to Diana? What did she find out? Why was she running? I just found rather interesting. Um, there's more on that. They tie in, you know, there's a lot of, lot of dot connecting here. Um, uh, this may be where I want to stop, but it's a, I, I think it's an interesting thread to kind of run through for those of you that are interested in it. Ah, uh, oh no, we got out of that one. Okay, here we go. Um, okay, we're back to the main thread. Sorry, we got off on a little bit of a tangent there. Hugh points out the importance of Devin Nunes uh, uncovering FVEY data shared through unofficial channels, uh, leading to the 2016 FBI investigation of Trump, which I'm guessing is the whole Russia Gate uh, bullshit. Thus, uh, FVEY crimes is 100% underneath Durham's purview. Now, remember, Durham's conducting this special investigation, has been for years, and he's waiting to be brought out to the main stage at some point. But he was, he was set up to uh, look at election fraud in the 2016 election, and he can absolutely go to the 2020 election and keep digging and putting things together, right? Uh, okay. And then here's a few drops about five eyes, basically a group of, so yeah, I think we went through those. Nunes, upon reviewing the document that formally launched the FBI's investigation, said there was no intelligence shared through the official channel, meaning that the intelligence was shared through unofficial means. Uh, okay. So if he's on to that, that's one of the things he's probably, uh, running down. 
Okay. Every country's crimes are interwoven with others. Durham's efforts have been pulling a thread that unravels a tapestry. In the past, trying to uh, trying to meant foreign allies would demand a stop, and as every country has the goods on others, they were able to. And that's what's really been described as this situation of mutual blackmail. And that's if you if those of you that went and watched that presentation, uh, the podcast one on uh, blackmail and how it evolves and how it develops and how the complexity grows as the network grows. And what you eventually end up with is everyone using everyone having blackmail against everyone else. And they all use it, and that's exactly what's being described. And it also said the intelligence agencies have been at the center of this. Uh, We have the goods on everyone else. This is from 2017. That's part of the reason why some things that tie back to foreign heads of state will remain classified, not all. Interesting. Okay. Uh, There will be more clear... Later in the thread, but FVEY, global handshakes plus the clock equals long sought after agreement on a timetable for expose, exposing the global crimes, perhaps. And that's the, you know, there's the pictures that he's kind of suggesting. That's the story being told here as part of these tweets, which again, we know are comms because of uh, the fact that, you know, the countdown in these five tweets as well as uh, the 17 total and then minus 10 before we get to zero, which is 10 days, which puts us, uh, this was on the 10th. So 10 plus 10 is 20. What happens on the 20th? Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Why would they choose uh why would they choose when they, when they chose is crucial to understanding what's going on. Timing is everything. How do you remove evil and power unless you reveal the ultimate truth? It must be compelling to avoid a divide, political attack, optics. We are the majority and growing. So it's got to be shocking to where it's undeniable and people will be repulsed. And then Twitter decided you can't see one, two, three, four, five, six of these tweets. So from five, from six to 11, gone. (laughs) But here we can come back into it. So even more countries and more posts about standing up to China. And he's referencing one of these tweets uh, where it's talking about money that was given into uh, Mekong, which is like Miramar, Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, uh, and a couple places in China. So basically, what what's happening in these tweets and what he's going through showing through some of these other ones is that there are these various alliances that the U.S. has been going around building against China, right? Against the, this whole, this tweet right here is all about um, countering China's influence in the South China Sea, I think it's called. And uh, like, how do we counter that? I think it's here. Yeah. China's malign influence in the South China Sea is what's mentioned in his tweet. 
so you know very reminiscent of uh stop the the russians and uh, uh what was that manifest destiny or whatever that crap was so and then here's another one same kind of thing uh but this is with this is the three c's initiative uh slovenia romania poland lithuania Hungary, Estonia, Czech Republic, Croatia, Bulgaria, Austria. And another kind of thing to sort of stand up to China. The Arctic Council, same thing yet again. Um, offer to start U.S.-EU dialogue on China. So you can see Pompeo has been going around for the last several years setting up this alliance to uh, stand up to China, to sort of build a team. All right, we're going to do this, uh, and we're going to have to work together, I think is kind of the message here. And we get into new comms, are very important comms to understand. Most here have read this thread, but if you haven't, I recommend it. I went through and read it. Uh, it's all about ownership of explosive secret info. Like, that's what it's supposedly a metaphor for. Uh, and so one of these tweets that Pompeo sent out, it's uh, this one right here. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, come on. Is of a uh, missile being fired from a, looks like a trailer, and it, apparently it's a nuclear missile. Uh, so yes, very D-class, meaning declassification related, and that pick was of a U.S. missile launch, meaning the U.S. is going to declass some stuff Maybe these are in order uh, of some kind, perhaps. Uh, anyway, so I think he's suggesting and kind of supporting the idea that, yeah, uh, D-class is coming. And then I found this kind of interesting. Uh, there was this nuclear accident in Russia on August 9th of 2019. I think some of the international agencies monitors went off like something happened we don't know what and i think it was a missile that blew up and um, was radioactive or something like that well that happened the day before epstein died and then uh hugh hefner on the 27th what was that the day that he died uh the day before that there was a nuclear explosion that went undeclared in russia so, how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go, you know? I don't know. But, okay, let's keep going back to the main thread here. Uh, so, finally, the next tweet is the number one on the countdown. Um, Two-party, one-sided. I've talked to you guys about that. It's the same party, the deep state party, the big government party. Trump's speaking about dropping out of nuclear con. Uh, nuclear arms control and note at the end of the video the audience cheers him loudly for this choice comms of d-class helping his image and this is only a minute so we can go ahead and watch it under my administration we will never apologize for advancing america's interests for example decades ago the united states entered into a treaty with russia in which we agreed to limit and reduce our missile capability. While we followed the agreement and the rules to the letter. 
quiet down. Russia repeatedly violated its terms. It's been going on for many years. That is why I announced that the United States is officially withdrawing from the Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty, or INF Treaty. Perhaps I'm right. Like, that's what you should do when some, you're in an agreement. Somebody's not living up to the agreement. You pull out. You're like, all right, we're, we're done here. You're not keeping up your end. We're not going to keep up ours. Okay. Uh, so 10 posts after that last one that we just looked at, uh, later from the, the 17 on the 10th, we get zero hitting the next day. Uh, I'll cover comms in those 10 later, but first I want to uh, believe the meaning of the plus 10 is that zero hits on inauguration date. 10, 10 plus uh, the 10th, which is when these tweets were, were published, plus 10 days is the 20th. Okay, isn't that too late to stop Biden? What exactly do you think the plan is? Let's get into that. Uh, note on the zero pick, the gross abusers mentioned... Uh, and he's pointing to this one right here. Says this is from Pompeo. Sadly, the terrible UN Human Rights Council was beyond repair. Run by dictators, fixated on attacking Israel. Zero accountability for gross abusers. So we left. Okay, and and like Israel shooting civilians and destroying home, bulldozing homes so they can move the line back. That's that's not those aren't gross abusers. I'm sorry. What? Okay, anyway, we'll put that aside. <laughs> uh, let's see. End of the count countdown zero after we left. So again, that tweet was deleted that he's referencing here. Uh, end of the countdown zero after we left is a common sense hashtag. So uh, in that last thing, so we left, and then he puts in a hashtag common sense at the end of that tweet. Well, that's probably a message. Common sense is spreading, meaning this idea is spreading. With And, and this is a quote from John Adams, uh, the historical uh, political father. Without the pen of the author of common sense, which is Thomas Paine's common sense um, about, you know, freedom and liberty and that sort of thing, I think he's pretty close to an anarchist. The sword of Washington would have been raised in vain. And then here's a, uh, a post from after P on July 31st, 2018. It says it's got the same thing. The quote about common sense. Okay. I don't know if we want to go down this one. Okay, yeah, this is worth doing, I guess. This is uh, another one from After P. It says, you didn't think common sense was simply a coincidence, did you? Think email, think 1776. But how do we know an article was going to be dropped later that night? Interesting. I don't know exactly what all that's about. April 29th, law enforcement priorities. 
Okay. Yeah. Anyway, th there's a lot to this. I don't want to go through all of it, but I want you guys to kind of get a feel for it. Um, common sense was considered treasonous by the empire, much like discussing fraud is today, because there was no fraud, obviously. It was not passed around by the ruling powers via newspapers, but by ordinary Americans in places like bars and restaurants and in and churches, right? What did they close down here for the shutdown? The churches, the bars, and the restaurants. It inspired the American Revolution in months. So history is repeating itself. Imagine for a moment that you wanted to achieve a great awakening like uh, the one that started America. How do you recreate the conditions for the American Revolution? The answer to that solves many mysteries on why things have went as they have. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? Like if it was easy, people wouldn't care, right? It wouldn't have any significance. Um, here's another drop from... 9-11, uh, tyranny is like hell. It's not easily conquered, yet we have this uh, consultation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. And that's Thomas Paine, The American Crisis, meaning you have to work for it or it doesn't mean as much. And that was... Uh, uh, I've seen that elsewhere, used elsewhere. Okay. Common sense is what made the tyranny of kings visible for the common man. Therefore, the first conditions for the great awakening is that tyranny must be clearly visible and defined for all rational people. Tyranny is becoming more visible by the day. And, and there's a reference here to uh, a tweet that says, Twitter and Facebook ban accounts. It's not censorship. You, can't, you can create your own apps. Then Google and and Apple ban the apps. It's not censorship. You can create your own website. Then Amazon bans web hosting. It's not censorship. You can create your own what? Your own internet just so you can tweet. It shows the, you know, I think it's a necessary process to go through here, but it shows the links uh, that they're willing to go to to shut down this dissent. And one should ask why? Why are they willing to go this far? Why are they willing to make it this obvious? Why do we have all of this talk of sedition and insurrection? Um, when if you really watch the footage, that's not what was that's not what was happening there. So, but that's certainly being pushed as as that's you know we were feared for our lives and everything else. Okay, the second condition to mirror 1776 is that the pusher of tyranny must be clearly defined. Easy back then with the king, but so long as Trump won the presidency, this could not be achieved now. Thus, we have the movie pl uh, planned out of a stolen election. Which is, yeah, what's happening. Okay, Pompeo's tweet the same day Trump's Twitter was removed. Um... There's a couple of drops after P drops here. What happens if a breach occurs at the White House? Attempts coordinated capture, horrifying moment. Uh, only at the preface, 
moment moment of destruction will people find the will to change and then the famous red one um, POTUS Twitter removal so it's, it's basically showing a bunch of quotes here and then this is a Pompeo tweet referencing June the 4th which could be a reference to this drop that's kind of how these comms work and it says uh, attempts coordinated to capture a horrifying moment what happens then heavily protect the White House so on and so forth so it's just showing you some more connections of kind of what he might be uh, alluding to here uh, what we obtain too cheap we esteem too lightly common sense on why the battle for freedom must be a challenge and it gets into Mark Levin and so forth I think this is about where I want to stop um, let's see and then the people will find the will to change plus two days after Biden inauguration is when South Carolina begins looking at fraud uh, they couldn't before as it was presented so we get a brief scare to trigger a true great awakening then all changes hmm that's interesting I don't know exactly what's being suggested there uh, this is why Trump is doing things like having a last stand at the Alamo on Tuesday. We covered that speech, which, by the way, YouTube has taken that down because, you know, that was hate speech, apparently. <laughs> a place famous for fighting to a loss. It's talking about the Alamo. Fighting to a loss and then turning, in, turning it into a win afterwards. And then let's return to the 543210 countdown decode. One of Pompeo's tweets in between the zero and one references real red lines and a link to the launch on April 13th, 2018. Uh, and of course, we've got a link here. He's got, a, he's got a tweet that he's retweeting with April 13th, 2018. And if you go to that same day... Uh, after P had a tweet that was 54321, the the name of the JPEG showing everybody in jail. I, I've shown you guys that in the um, Marvin Gaye pictogram. It's it's a Ben uh, Garrison uh, comic. So it's got, you know, Clinton and Rice and Obama and Podesta and all these uh, bad actors, Hillary and... Uh, Uma and so forth, all in jail. And the title of the file is named 54321. So is this countdown to the big event? I, I think that's kind of what's being suggested here. But it's weird because this up here, talking about the 22nd and the two days after, is, is it going to be... Uh, you know, is it going to be sworn in for two days or, or for some period of time? I don't know. It's interesting. Just things to think about here. Uh, if we go into the After P sequence, the only other post that day by After P was about Durham as the Punisher. So the arrests come through him. So it looks like, yeah, he's going to be brought out of the, the wings. You know, he's been working away for several years. And he's going to be brought to the forefront. Uh, 
ones before it are about the Great Awakening being bigger than you can imagine, plus the best documentary of the year. Let me see. Yeah, so the, the one this one's thirty nine fifty two. The one we just talked about with the five four three two one. The one right before that is showing an X ray of John Durham, and it's the Punisher logo. So, okay. And there's more here. I think there's one or two more things. Note, Durham recently received permission to use classified information in grand juries. That was something that Trump had to approve to get him, you know, to be able to present the information. So clearly he's doing something uh, back there. I've heard people say that that's practically unheard of. So what exactly is he trying right now? The people in the countdown photo, which is what we just talked about. Uh, Dur Durham un unveils the spider web of global criminal enterprises. So he could be the one that uh, brings the house down, so to speak. Let me see here. I think that's about, that's probably where I want to stop. This thing goes on and on and on and on. It's a really great thread if you have time to read it. Um, he's talking about, I think this is probably worth hitting on. Let me see. To the plan. Unite the country. Okay, this may be much more of a logical answer than things going wrong there, recent posts. Some will take the easy path and exit early. Judgment is coming. And it's talking about a suicide weekend. Hands up, impossible coincidence. We are in control, big week ahead. Of course, that was from 2018. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. And then here's a tweet from Lynn Wood saying, Secretary Pompeo is a truth giver. When he speaks, listen carefully. Today is a good day to visit the homepage of Secretary Pompeo and read his tweets carefully. View his posted photos with discernment. Happy New Year. So Lynn's kind of pointing as well to say, hey, this is... This, there's more here than meets the eye. Okay. There's more to go over though. When we hit zero, I note Pompeo is specifically frustrated by uh, the UN's Human Rights Council. Comms connecting FVEY to the UN and MS-13. So it may be about exposure of murders. So, okay. That's it for that. Oh, Nancy was in the office. There's lots of uh, little Nancys running around in the audience that wanted me to know that she's back in the office. Yes, she was. And she also signed for the third day or designated somebody to act as speaker pro tempore for her again. Now, now that all this um, impeachment stuff is done, which like what a complete waste, 
number one, because they know they're not going to have the two-thirds in the Senate. So it's like this symbolic thing, and there's nine days left, and they wouldn't even have time for a trial on top of that. So the whole thing is stupid. Like, what are they doing? Why are they panicking like this and trying, you know, to, to take his power based on perverting the 25th Amendment? Or, you know, they're, they're desperate. They're trying anything that they can. Now, I don't know if she did this today again. Uh, that's what I'm curious. If it now that the impeachment thing is done, is she back doing this herself or is this going to be something that continues for maybe the next 10, 12 days? We'll find out. Okay. Uh, and I point out here in a tweet, when your choices get getting... Speaking of Nancy Pelosi and the impeachment, when your choices are limited to reliable swamp creatures, this is what you get. And it's a zero hedge story about our uh, our friend Swalwell and Fang Fang Bang Bang. He was appointed to the head of the impeachment to like head up the impeachment proceedings. And you normally you pick somebody with integrity and that sort of thing, but no, they appointed him. And it just, it's because they're this criminal enterprise and they don't have the best people there and they got to use their, their guys, right? Like they can't just, ah, uh, they're in trouble. Okay. Let's see here. So we mentioned this, uh, they first took down the speech, then they blocked him and then they, I think deleted his, his YouTube uh, account or they suspended it and disabled comments and I know they took down that Alamo video why because it's not just a video about the Alamo they don't want people knowing this right here okay uh, this is uh, this is a retired general McHenry and he's on uh, I forget who it is Worldview Weekend, uh, basically a uh, some kind of talk show or something, where he says in very clear terms that World War III has started and that it's not a traditional war, it's a digital one, right? That's how the battles are being fought, which is exactly what I told you guys from uh, you know the day that the AT&T bombing happened, is that we're at war and it's this is how it's going to be fought. It's not you know, eventually it might get the soldiers and bullets flying, but for now, you know, in the run up to it, they're going to do everything they can to weaken the enemy. And I think that's, he's acknowledging that as well. Okay. Here's another important one. Um, I'm wondering, so Kyle Becker's posted this story or this tweet here that says, quote, FBI had warned that extremists were preparing to come to Washington the warning directly contradicted statements from the Justice Department and FBI officials that they had no intelligence to suggest a storming of the Capitol. Big problem for the official narrative, right? And let me see what this says right here. Mm, okay, that's just the story, but there is, let me see if it's, underneath here. Uh, the former 
uh, chief of U.S. Capitol Police says security officials at the House and Senate rebuffed his early request to call in the National Guard ahead of a demonstration. So again, pointing out that, yeah, they set this thing up. How did President Trump's speech incite violence when he both explicitly called for a peaceful protest and the agitators were preparing ahead of time to storm the Capitol, according to this reported intelligence? Any good answers on this one? Not only that, but it started before his speech was even done. (laughs) So, okay. And let me see if I can find, there's a companion article that goes with this that points out basically, and I'll look through here and see if I can find it. Um, but points out that, yeah, yeah, right here. Uh, Recall the agitator that came out from behind police lines. So you have this guy, kind of blonde hair, uh, wearing some stupid fur hat. And he shows up, loud mouth, hey, what's going on here? Uh, I don't know. No, it's just an image that won't play. Uh, But he comes out from inside the Capitol building from behind police lines. Like, how did he get there? Who is he? What was he doing back there? Uh, that's at 2426 at 25 minutes protesters try to calm the crowd and call for now violence by the agitators continue. Sullivan keeps telling, uh, they are going to get hurt if they don't stand down. Uh, okay. After the potential agent provocateur gets major social media attention, identified FBI finally puts out a wanted poster and fakes the date that they posted it. So they, they're like, oh yeah, we've been looking for this guy all, of along, all along, and they backdated the wanted poster uh, to say that they published it on the 6th. The FBI's site claims it was published on January 6th, but metadata on their site proves otherwise. So people check that out and like, no, why are they lying? Was this part of the thing that flipped the switch, right? Was this one of the things used because we talked about yesterday how uh, Ezra, Ghost Ezra, was saying they're back in the, you know, in control of the good guys. And I think this might have been the moment because then, you know, we talked about yesterday what happened right out of this. Well, they came out and, uh, or day before yesterday, they came out and said they were investigating Capitol Police officers for their involvement. I'll remember the comment about especially off-duty Capitol Police officers who were there. Why were they there and what were they doing, right? And now we've got this guy who's maybe part of uh, some kind of inside job. I don't know. Okay. And we talked about the sanctions from uh, Muchin Mnuchin recently as well as those were being rolled out against these Russian companies. Well, it turns out, uh, and I think I've got that story right here. There's good old Sleepy Joe. You can see the granddaughter back here. She looks real pleased that he's doing his sniff thing on uh, this woman. I'm not sure who she is. This was at a funeral of his brother or something. The guy's such a creep. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, anyway, what this is showing, 
Treasury takes further action against Russia-linked actors. By Russia, we mean uh, Ukrainian, maybe. Maybe linked to, uh, you know, the corruption probe going on with Biden, with Hunter. And it's like, are these guys compromised? I, I, based on the Fenson stuff that uh, Muchin's trying to push through, I think he is one of the, the bad guys. And, you know, maybe kind of what's being suggested here is that, yeah, uh, that they were going after them. Let me see. January 11th, United States Treasury sanctioned several Ukrainian individuals and media for revealing corruption in the Ukrainian government against U.S. President-elect Joe Biden and his son, Hunter. So that's kind of how they're they're slanting it. Uh Interesting, though, to me that we have all of this China stuff and Italy and everything else, and the first sanctions to come out are Russia, Russia, Russia. So, okay. Uh, Another thing I found interesting, I don't know where this document's from. It looks like a declassified. Uh, it's from, it's purported to be from Washington Metropolitan Field Office, November 4th, 1994. Evidence received September 8th, 1994. And down here, the little bit that's the juicy bit, it says letter dated uh, 826-94, beginning Dear Senator Biden, you are a traitor. And this was written by John Kennedy Jr. And he's been a, a traitor for a long time. So maybe that had something to do with his death. Okay. Uh, also related like to um, Project Veritas, they recorded a lawyer who was... Uh, worked for PBS saying uh, that it was great that coronavirus cases were spiking in red states because they might infect Trump voters and suggested Republican voters should have their children put in re-education camps. And well, he got fired after this. So, and he also talked about, uh, this is James O'Keefe talked about a different approach that they used. He let people download the file and let all of them posted so that there were so many they couldn't take it down and everybody was seeing it. It's a, a decentralized distribution model, right? And an hour later, the guy was fired because they couldn't make it go away. So, perhaps. Okay. Another interesting thing. Okay, yeah, let's go here. Um... This is from, so there was the executive order related to the stock market and, and, and the finance prohibiting, um, forcing the, I think it was the New York Stock Exchange to delist some of these Chinese companies. Well, this letter came out on the 13th from Trump, basically saying uh, that, yeah, the, the Treasury can name these bad actors, they get put on the list, that's in effect now. All these things keep falling into place. There's another one that fell into place. This is uh, 
from Mike Pence's visit to California and New York. Where did he go? On Saturday, January 16th, uh, Pence and, and his wife will travel to Liver, Liver, Limore, California. Their Vice President Pence will deliver remarks to sailors on the Trump's administration's historic foreign policy achievements at Naval Air Station on Livermore. Damn it, not, there's no R. Lemore. <laughs> on Sunday, January 17th, uh, Vice President Mike Pence and will travel to Fort Durham, New York. There, uh, Vice President Pence will deliver marks. So this is coming up. This is in three days, right? So on Sunday, January 17th, Vice President Mike Pence and Second Lady Karen Pence will travel to Fort Durham, New York. There, Vice President Pence will deliver marks to, remarks to the 10th Mountain Division soldiers. Well, if you remember from the, you know, Red 1 through Red 6, Red 4 <clears throat> is movement of military assets, and in brackets, it's got 10th Mountain, 1st Marine, CPSD, Marine QVIR, to central locations under the guise of riot control. And... Now, you know, Pence is going to visit them for some reason. I thought, well, that's rather interesting. And could they be deployed under the guise of riot control? I think absolutely. We're, we've seen um, they started putting Antifa out and having them march and do some things. In New York City, there was one of those. That was footage that got taken down, I think. Um, so that's happening. And I think, uh, you know, Red 2, Red 1's already happened. That's POTUS off of Twitter. Red 2 is Central Communications Blackout for the Continental U.S. Has that happened? I don't know. I mean, it, it, I guess it would depend on how you define it. Is it Twitter and all these companies going down, or is it them deplatforming everybody? It, I think you could make an argument for either one, right? Uh, classified movement of Pelosi or Pence. So I guess that hasn't happened yet. I think that's coming though, you know, and the laptop kind of backs that up. And then red four is the 10th mountain division. So, and then I like this picture. This is from ghost Ezra. This is when they, when Trump went early on. 2016 on his world tour and they dressed in funeral attire to go visit the <laughs> the Pope and she's sitting this is his wife and daughter they're looking at him at the Pope as he walks by and just like with sorrow she's got like sorrow like wow how could you kind of thing and uh Ivanka, that's his wife's name, I think, is like is looking at him like, oh, you are so fucked, pal. <laughs> and my caption is just, they know. They know. All right, I think we got maybe one or two more things in here. That might be it. So let me just glance through. Yeah, so we talked about the FBI. I, I think that... Yeah, this this agitator coming out happened around the same time as they got the bad guys out, supposedly, behind the scenes, put their good people in, started actually getting to the bottom of this thing. And there's also a 
an old drop about Trust Ray, which is the FBI director. So again, you know, we could be in a situation where some of these guys have flipped or were good guys pretending to be bad guys, like um, counterintelligence agents, basically. Entirely possible. So we shall see. We got like 10 days left. Just sit back, watch it happen. There's not really much you can do at this point other than talk to people about this stuff and let them know what's going on. So, yeah, that's it. That's what I wanted to cover. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to get out of here, and uh, we will catch you all next broadcast.